Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm just waking up. But the Lord is not going to let me rest (laughs) until I get this word off of me. He just keep on bringing it back up. So, I'm here to give you the word of the Lord. So, um, I'm going to start off like this. We're going to go back to Genesis chapter 2. Because... Listen, God is saying this is the beginning. This is your new beginning. That's what the Hebrew number eight means, new beginnings. And God is bringing you into a new beginning. And he's saying, prepare, prepare. So we see that, um, we know that in Genesis 2, that's when um, I said Abraham, child, that's how you know I'm, I'm still a little sleepy. We know that Adam was put into Eden to watch over it, to tend it. God gave Adam a command. We see that God brought all the wild animals to Adam just to find a helper that was just right for him because a man's not, it's not good for a man to be alone, right? And there still was no helper just right for him. So we see that guy, he opened up Adam. He caused him to go to deep sleep. He opened Adam up. He opened him up, child. Hear what I'm saying? He opened him up took a rib out of Adam and created a woman, closed it back up, closed the opening back up, and then he created the woman and brought her to Adam. Mm, 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 mm. It's so much right there. So first thing first is that I want you to understand that the presence of God speaks for you. When you're in the presence of God, it speaks for you. You don't even have to speak certain things because... God speaks it. So if you go to verse 23, it says, At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. Flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. Even had to say nothing. The presence of God spoke for her. She had to say nothing. Because God said it. God, God, Adam already knew Because her presence, the presence that she carried, showed who she was. She didn't have to say, oh, I'm a wife. Your your presence, the presence you carry will show that you are a wife. She didn't have to show him that I'm your woman. He knew this one is woman. This one's mine. This one bone from my bone. Her presence spoke for her. And that's something that God been just telling me is that your presence will speak for you. Your presence will speak for you. You're not going to have to drill down somebody's throat that you want to get married because your presence speaks for you. It's just certain things that your man is going to innately know because of the presence of God speaking for you. You ain't even have to say certain things. That's why the Bible says be slow to speak and quick to listen. But even if we go back to the opening, when you when you go to meet your um your Adam, when you go there, right? And you and Adam begin to talk, he's gonna begin to open up to you about things, right? And it's so important why he's opening up to you and you paying attention to what he is saying, right? Because the only person that can get through this opening is you. Everybody ain't going to know what Adam about to tell you. Adam about to tell you some stuff that ain't nobody know. And you got to be prepared for it. Because a command that God had gave was to be fruitful and multiply. Mm. Be fruitful and multiply. Eve was there to be a helper, a helpmate for Adam. So that means 
Eve is is supposed to be planting the fruits into Adam, the seeds of God into Adam to build Adam back up. Yeah, Adam done been through some things, child. I'm telling you, he going to need you to plant some seeds in him and, and water it and watch God grow it because God has chosen you to be the helpmate for Adam. Mm, 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 mm. I hear my dog's footsteps. <laughs> like, it's funny because she swears she'd be lurking, but I can't hear her. But whatever, we're going to just let her be great. Um. So then, like we was talking, me and the Lord was talking about like feeding your man, right? Like what you feeding your man, right? Because, you know, just in the natural, we tend to like, oh, y'all heard that, my bad. Y'all tend to... um. Like, we feed our men. Like, we want, we want to feed you. You hungry? What's up? Let me wash your clothes. Let me take care of you. But, like, that's the outward example of what you should be doing inwardly. You, inwardly, you should be feeding your man the fruits. Mm. But yes, we're going back to these fruits because the fruit is what got them kicked out of the presence. You want to keep your man in the presence of God. So that means you have to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. You got to be in the presence of God to have your man in the presence of God. Because what you feed him will keep him in the presence or kick him out of the presence, right? So I want to take you to Galatians 5. And we're going to start at verse 22 again, right? And it says... But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's so funny. The Lord just brought this back up to me. So the other day I was at Chick-fil-A and I was waiting. It was taking forever to give me my order. But I was just sitting there. I like to like just sit there and I like to, you know, just look warm, right? I don't like to just look be impatient and be tapping my feet and just looking like I got an attitude. Like I like to like have peace on me. I like to be patient because it all it all plays a part, right? So this man had walked up. He was like, You're patient, right? And immediately within myself, I was like, Lord, he identified my fruit. How could he do that? <laughs> Right, but your presence speaks for you. Remember, your presence don't gotta speak. So then, after he had said what he, what he, who he was there for, because um, it was like he was pick. I think he was picking up his food or something. So he said, I think he had a mobile order. So he had said who he was there for, and then he was like, "Now I gotta be patient, right?" And it's so beautiful how like you don't realize how you can impact others by your fruit. You others will see your fruits and get impacted by it. They gonna want to eat some. Like um, listen, like if you got some real juicy grapes, right? I don't know. Like in my household, if you pull out some juicy grapes, everybody gonna want some. Oh, let me taste it. Oh, let me have some because the fruit look good. So as you are in the fruits of peace. As you are in the fruit of patience, as you are in the fruit of kindness, as you eat in the fruit of goodness, as you eat in the fruit of faithfulness, as you eat in the fruit of gentleness, as you eat in the fruit of self-control and love and joy, people are going to see it and they're going to be like, oh, I want some of that too. Right? Hold on real quick. That was my daughter. She was like knocking softly. <laughs> so I was like, let me see what this girl put. Um... But yeah, like as you're eating it, you have to feed that to your man as well. So you have to feed your man. You have to get into the word of God and and begin to thank him and receive the joy and the peace and the patience and all of these things that he has for you. Right. And you have to 
tend to watch over these seeds that are being planted. And then when your man come home or if your man's having a long day, like you're to be there for him. You're to feed him the fruit. You are to feed him the fruit. Oh my gosh. God is so good. He is so good. You are to feed him what you've been eating. So if you've been sitting on home all day and you've been eating soaps and on the phone gossiping, all you're going to be able to do is feed your man what you've been doing all day. That's why it's important to stay in the word of God because he's coming home and he, he might have had a rough day and he wants peace. You got to feed him that peace. You know, God is going to show you how to, to, to approach Adam. He's going to show you. He's going to show you how to feed Adam the fruit. God is with you. That's his son. He wants to use you to bring his son favor. You know? Yeah, Adam might have been through a lot, and you he needs you to feed him goodness. You feel me? He might have been through much, and God wants you to give him the fruit of goodness. You begin to show him as example how good God has been to you. You be a reflection of Christ to him. You know, he might be getting on your nerves. And you might not like how he answered you. But you still got to feed him the fruit of gentleness. Because guess what? It's not about what he did. When you get before the Lord, it's not going to be like, well, he did this. No, God's going to say, but what fruit was you eating? Was you eating that fruit? Was you quarreling? Why was you doing that? I told you to feed him gentleness. Why are you, why are you, why are you still touching that tree and eating that fruit I told you not to eat? Why are you still doing it? Stop doing that. Eat the fruit I have told you is good. Just the fruit that is good. Because he said that there is no law when you are in the spirit. Right? And self-control. Mm, child, listen. Listen, you got to feed your man self-control. Like, um, I was reading songs of, song, of Songs, chapter 3. I think it was verse 5. And even like, I think to the beginning, I think even like verse one, it was the woman, she went to go look for her man. She yearned, she was yearning for the man, right? And she had went throughout the town and she said that she had, um, was like asking people, had they seen him? And finally she ran into him and she said she took him back to her mama house. Listen, y'all gotta go read it. This, this is what happened. I'm just telling you what I read. She took him back into her mama house to the bed that she said she was conceived in. And then, um, I forgot what else to say, but then the most important part, verse, I think it was verse five, it says, listen, O Jerusalem, do not awaken love until it's time. And, you know, that means having self-control. If it's, you just getting courted, you can't, you can't be, y'all mean it when you getting courted, okay? You gotta have rules, you gotta have boundaries. You have to feed Adam, the fruit of self-control. Adam is, he, he he's eating whatever you give him. Just like in the natural, if your man hungry, he going to eat what you fix. In the spiritual, your man is going to eat what you fix. If you're not controlling yourself, if you're not controlling them hormones, listen, Adam's not going to control it. <laughs> Adam's eating your fruit. What time, when, when did we ever see Adam give Eve some fruit? Adam takes the fruit that Eve ate, and then he then what happened? That's when judgment happened. Because the command was given to Adam, yes, but Eve fed him the fruit. 
So I pray that as you sit here and you think about it, you really understanding what I'm saying. Like, yo, I really got to start feeding my man better fruit, which means you got to start eating better fruit because Eve ate the fruit first. Mmm, how about that? Eve ate the fruit first. Then she gave it to Adam. But she ate it first. What have you been eating? Like, that's what the Lord has been telling me to come on here and ask you. What you been eating? Have you ever heard that saying, you are what you eat? Mm, like, come on now. Like, let, let, me, let, me, let me bring it to you like this. Hold on, family. Real quick, hold on. My bad, fam. But anyway, so, example. Like, you are what you eat, right? All right, let's say you go to McDonald's, right? And I don't know about you, but when I used to eat McDonald's, McDonald's would tear my stomach up. <laughs> immediately it's like soon as you take that last bite it's a wrap it's curtains like i gotta go home you want that please mr please let me go through let me get let me get on the other side because i need to go to the bathroom right <laughs> let's be real you don't make that on staring your stomach up if it don't God bless your stomach. God bless you if McDonald's don't tear your stomach up. I don't think I've ever met a person whose stomach don't get tore up from McDonald's. But if you one of the ones that don't, you a walking miracle. That's what you is. You a walking miracle. Listen, because baby. But let me let me stay on track. Let me stay on track. <laughs> and, you know, immediately when you put something into your body, like I have a sensitive stomach, child. I have a sensitive stomach. So immediately, if I put something in my body and my body ain't feeling it, it's coming out. It, it, it has to come out. And, like, I'm not being nasty. I'm just saying, like, I might even, like, have to, like, throw up. I have to, like, I get nauseous, like, immediately if I eat something that is not good. And it's the same thing with your man. If you having problems in your relationship, if you got to check yourself. What you eating? What you feeding him? What are you feeding that man? You are what you eat. So when he come in the house, if you in that house, like I said, and you on the phone gossiping, you watching um, this person on YouTube, you watching this Instagram reel, you watching this, these seeds is getting planted into you, and then you're going off and you're feeding that to him. Come on now, you got you can't just be like, it's Adam, it's Adam. No, you play a part in it, Eve. What are you eating? What are you eating? You should be spending time, your time in the Lord's presence, period. You can spend time, his presence go wherever. God is omnipresent, so he everywhere. So you could be in his presence all day long. I don't know if anybody ever told you that, but if you don't know, now you know. What have you been eating? That's a real question I want you to ask yourself. What have you been eating? If you like this, he always wants to pick a fight with me. He always want to do this, want to do that. It's time for you to take accountability. Have you been in your flesh? Now, I'm not saying that you always wrong, but I'm here just to say, what have you been eating? I want to um, read this to you because I feel very led. Give me a second because I got to get there. But I feel very led to read this to somebody. It is Proverbs 21, verse 9, nine? hold on, let me go there, Proverbs 21, verse 9, 
It's better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. Time to check your attitude. It's time to check your attitude. Because it's better for that man to live alone than with a wife that always want to argue, fuss, and fight. The word of God is the word of God. Let's go down to verse 19. It's better to live alone in a desert than with a quarrelsome, complaining wife. It's time to check your fruit. What you been eating? What you been eating, sis? What you been eating? What you been eating? <laughs> um, let me see. Because listen, don't beat yourself up. Like if you been eating that forbidden fruit, repent. Don't shrink back to him and shame. Don't try to go hide your sins with some fig leaves. Don't do none of that. Come to God and have a conversation with him. That's all he wants is for you to have a conversation with him. The whole purpose of them being kicked out of paradise was for us to learn from the mistakes of our ancestors. So when we come back to Eden, we under, we have the wisdom, we have the knowledge, we have the understanding to remain there. We won't take God's presence for granted, right? Um, let's go to Titus chapter two. We're going to go to Titus chapter two. Girl, where is my brother Titus? Hold on. I know where it's at. Give me a second. Well, I mean, obviously, it's in the Bible somewhere. Okay, right. It's right after 2 Timothy, y'all. It's right after 2 Timothy. What I say, Titus chapter 2, verse 5. Okay. We be getting there. And it says. We're gonna start verse 3. Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. We're gonna start verse 1. As for you, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Ain't that funny how, like, all of those is like the fruit of the spirit? And it's what you got to feed your man. You play a big part in how your man is acting. Even if he don't want, even if he trying to act hard in the beginning, he like, I ain't trying to hear none of that. Listen, first Peter chapter three says that keep on, keep on like living the way you supposed to be living. And your husband will be won over by observing the way that. You live, right? That's First Peter chapter 3. You can go read it. I love that because then it starts talking about how, like, women, we're beautiful from, from within and that, you know, within her beauty. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now listen. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you, right? It, it's, it's, this is not an excuse for abuse. Abuse is something totally different, okay? Totally different. And if you need a one-on-one session, hit your sis up everything at the bottom similarly teach the older women to live in a way that honors god they must not slander others or be heavy drinkers instead they should teach others what is good these older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children to live wisely and be pure to work in their homes to do good and to be submissive to their husbands then they will not bring shame on the word of god mm. listen these older women they do got wisdom 
If you lived your whole life in your flesh and now you're living in the spirit, you got wisdom. You got some wisdom that you need to impart because now you can tell the, the younger women what to do, how to be submitted to God, how to be submissive to your husband, how to work in your home, how to be pure, how to love their husband and children. You can use what was meant for your bad and still flip it for your good. God's so good. He used everything. He used everything. Okay. Um, it says, and you yourself must be an example to the, oh, wait, 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 in the same way, encourage the young men to live wisely and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. Teach the truth so that your teachings can't be criticized. Then those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us, period. Um, I'm keep on going. Slaves must always obey their masters and do their best to please them. They must not talk back or steal, but must show themselves to be entirely trustworthy and good. Then they will make the teaching about God, our savior, attractive in every way. So listen, if your boss is getting, getting on your nerves, your manager getting on your nerves, you still got to feed them fruit. We feeding everybody fruit. We in this garden being fruitful and we multiplying. So that means we get in the word of God in us. We planting seeds in us. God's letting it grow. And then we're going to, and we're giving it out to people. So you, you, you could be sitting there and you might be getting on my nerves, but I'm still going to feed you some patience. I'm still going to feed you some, some, some gentleness. I'm going to still feed you some self-control because you know what? That's what I've been eating. I've been eating that. So I'm going to give you some of what I've been eating. Whether you eat it or not, I still gave it to you. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this world, this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. While we look forward with hope to the wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us his very own people totally committed to doing good deeds. You must teach these things and encourage the believers to do them. You have the authority to correct them when necessary. So don't let anyone disregard what you say. Listen, you can't disregard this. This is the word of God. Listen. Listen. God wants your marriage to be fruitful. He wants your marriage to reflect his kingdom. So when people see how you handle your relationship with your husband... People are going to be taken aback because this world is not used to having a woman who is submitted to her husband as she is submitted to the Lord. And people aren't used to seeing a man who has laid his life down for his wife as Christ has laid his life down for the church. People haven't really seen a union with godly children. People have not seen that child. But God has raised you up. He has made you queen for such a time as this. He is about to display through you what it is to have a union of what a God has has put together, let no man take it under what that looks like, what that looks like, what God has put together. No man can take it under what God has put together. Get that? What God has put together. So you got to go back to God because he don't want to put stuff together and get instructions from him. 
God talks in so many different ways. I got a testimony coming in the next word about how God will talk in any way. You got to be alert. You got to want to seek him. The disciples, right, they would ask more questions once Jesus would give a parable. And that's how they got imparted with the wisdom, with the knowledge, with the understanding, because they was hungry for it. Mm. It was they was hungry for it. Um, I re- I was watching The Chosen. It's the episode I think it's called Sustenance. It's on I think it's season three, and it's when Jesus worked the miracle with the two fish and the five loaves. And one thing he, he had said on there is he said he was like I let people go hungry, and then I feed them. God has been letting you go hungry because when He gives you this meal, He wants you to tear this thing up. Okay. He wants you to tear this meal up. <laughs> That's why you hungry right now. But God said he's about to feed you. He's about to sustain you. He's about to place you on a firm foundation. God is about to move in your midst. God is, is shifting your atmosphere. The presence of God is coming upon you in the name of Jesus. So what I want to ask you is, what have you been eating? You know how like you might have your mouth ready for um okay, I'm gonna give you this example. It's this Mexican restaurant over here, and they got carne asada and these like sweet plantains and like this like stuffed cheese thing, and then they got the rice and beans, child. Mm, that'd be so good. And like you know, let's say, like, one one time I had got it, right? My mouth was just, like, watering for it. But it just, it didn't taste like what it usually tasted like, right? So I was, like, a little disappointed. And, you know, some time went by, and then I had got it again. And when I got it this time, guess what? I was tearing it up because it tasted just like how I wanted it to taste. And it's just like God is bringing you the word that you need. And it's going to hit right at that time you need it to hit. It's going to break you through right at the time you need to be broke through. It's going to knock them chains off you right at the time that it knock them chains off you. It's going to hit. You might have been toiling. You might have been trying to get into your word and not having no understanding. But God said he's serving this thing up. He said he's going to shut this word up just right. He said he's going to give you this word well done. Okay? <laughs> Period. So I'm going to pray for you, and then I'm going to let you go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just want to enter your gates praising you, Lord, thanking you for today, thanking you that you have given us the good fruits to eat, Father God. I thank you that you are just the almighty God. I thank you that you are just faithful, Lord. I thank you that you are rich in kindness and, and your mercies, Lord. I thank you for your faithfulness, Father. Lord God, I'm praying for your child receiving this word, Lord. I'm praying that you will have mercy on her, Father God. That she will begin to eat the fruit of your word, Lord. That she begin to taste and see that the Lord is good, Lord. That she will begin to see that all this time has been you that she has been looking for, Lord. Lord, only you have the power to make that word hit different, Lord. 
You know what kind of appetite your child has, Lord. I pray that you fulfill her spiritual appetite, Lord. That she will she will have more than enough, Lord. That she will have leftovers, Lord. Work a miracle in her life with your word, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Give her more than enough, Lord. Whether disciples, after they was done handing out the meal, Father God, they had leftovers, Lord. I pray that when you impact her life, Father God, that she has leftovers, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Give her her cup that runneth over father God so she can drink the word of God in the name of Jesus Lord and I pray for this union that you are bringing together father God I'm praying for these marriages that you have already allowed to happen father God that they will be fruitful God and that it will multiply Lord I pray that the fruits that you have given us multiplies and it's in your name that I give all the glory honor and praise and it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray Amen. Family, I'm going to let you go. Go multiply them fruits. Go multiply them fruits. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, start talking about the fruits of the spirit. Go up a little higher. You're going to read the fruits of the flesh, I believe. I believe the fruit of the flesh came first. Stop eating that. Stop eating the fruit of your flesh. Because it's only going to lead you to death and decay. Begin to tap into the spirit and the power of God. And watch how it shifts your day. Watch how it shifts your atmosphere. It's amazing, okay? I'm not telling you something that I don't do. Okay? I'm going to let you go because my kids, they about to get rowdy. So I'm going to let you go. I love you guys so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.